Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew, still in the 12th chapter. Remember what's been going on here. A really intense time of confrontation between the Pharisees, religious rulers, and Jesus. And uh, they had a question about some things, and they claimed that Jesus was uh, casting out demons by Beelzebub. And then Jesus dealt with the divided kingdoms, dealt with blasphemy in the Holy Spirit, talked with them about uh, a tree being known by its fruit, and the fact that your words are going to condemn you. So let's pick it up in verse 38 of Matthew 12. It says this, then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, let me stop right there for a moment. Well, then, well, apparently, you know, right after this encounter right here, or maybe even with this encounter, they picked it up and asked him this or make this statement to him. Could have been sometime later. It's just saying then, okay? So the narrative is moving on here. So some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? He'd sat there and called them uh, a brood of vipers. And now they're saying, we want to see a sign from you. And this isn't just a simple you know, declaration of a sign. This is like an attesting miracle. We want to see a miracle from you that will prove that you are who these people say that you are or who the people are believing that you are or who even you are acting like saying you were, though he wasn't really acting to say anything yet. So they're saying, we're demanding a sign from you. Well, verse 39, Jesus answered and said to them, an evil and adulterous generation craves for a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. Okay, so let me just interrupt Jesus here in the middle of the sentence. Jesus calls them evil and an adulterous generation. He said it's an evil and adulterous generation who's craving a sign. They desire a sign before they'll even have a discussion about believing. If you're craving a sign, in other words, you want proof of something, then where's the faith? That's the whole point. There is no faith. But he says, you know what? But a sign is going to be given. A sign is going to be given to you. It's going to be a sign of Jonah, the prophet. Now, I've mentioned this many, many times, but it bears repeating because I really want to lock this in our head. So many of the things that the church has struggled with through the years, and particularly the Western church today, Jesus addresses. Things that the church, and I mean the church as a whole of the Western church, particularly the liberal portion of the Western church, there's things that they simply do not believe. But Jesus verifies. Here's one of them. Jesus said a sign will be given to you, the sign of Jonah, the prophet. Jesus believed in Jonah. He calls him a prophet. Okay, Jonah, the prophet. And the next verse, he's going to describe what happened to him. Jesus believed the fish story. He knew it to be true. You also see that Jesus speaks of um, Adam and Eve in the garden. Jesus speaks of Noah. And the great flood. 
Jesus verifies that these things were real. He verifies creation as we see it in Genesis. So a lot of times people say, well, you know, I just don't believe that story about knowing anything. Jesus verified it. Or I just don't know about Jonah. Jesus verified it. Or, you know, I don't know about Daniel. I don't think that he was a prophet. Uh, if you go to the seminaries today, they will tell you, no, uh, Daniel really didn't live in the 6th century. He lived sometime in the 2nd or 3rd century. And it really wasn't him. Somebody was just writing under that name. And here's the reason they give. Because the prophecies in Daniel are too precise and too correct. So it must have been written as history after the fact. I'm serious. That's what's taught in seminary. But Jesus in Matthew 24 calls Daniel a prophet. A prophet. So Jesus verifies these things. So whenever you encounter these type of writings, and you will, and you'll encounter them in Bible studies and Sunday school lessons and, and teachings and all this kind of stuff, just lock in to what Jesus verified. So here he's saying, okay, yeah, you're going to get a sign, and it's going to be the sign of Jonah the prophet. Verse 40, Jesus continues, For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, folks, this is important. <laughs> okay, this is important because this is Jesus speaking this, and he's quoting uh, from the Old Testament. He's quoting from Jonah. Uh, Jonah chapter 1, verse 17 says this, And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the stomach of the fish three days and three nights. Notice, folks, it was three days and three nights. And uh, I know we've talked about this many times in episodes in the past, but it's so important to know what the truth is. Because here's what the bottom line is, folks. Why not be accurate? Why not be correct? Why not know what the Word of God says, what the truth of it is? Because the harsh reality is this. Most believers don't know the Word. And I'm not talking about memorizing it all the way through and this kind of thing. Not kind of, no, no, no. I'm talking about knowing what the truth is out of the Word. And since we don't know it, we don't know how to share it. We don't know what the truth is. And so the world can't trust us with the truth because we don't know it. And you say, well, what does this have to do with anything? The Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth in the way that Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, okay, in the belly of the great fish, according to King James. This is showing what's going to happen to the Lord Jesus Christ when he was crucified and when he was buried. Three days and three nights. Three full days, three full nights. Not part of a day, not part of a night in the way that people like to explain. And this all goes down to the fact that people say, well, Jesus was killed on Friday afternoon. No, he was not. He was killed in what we call, and he died on a Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. When the sun went down that evening, it became Thursday. Jewish day began at sunset. Thursday, evening and morning, day one. Friday, evening and morning, day two. Saturday, evening and morning, day three. When the sun goes down on Saturday, it becomes Sunday, the first day of the week. At some point in time, Jesus was resurrected. It wasn't discovered until uh, right before sunrise later on in the day. 
the ladies discovered it. And people say, well, we have an account that the stone was rolled away. Yes, yes. But the stone was not a ro rolled away to allow Jesus to get out. <laughs> no, the stone was rolled away to allow the ladies to look in and see that it was empty, that the tomb was empty. And so this right here is the major, major proof text and the truth from the mouth of the Lord himself that the Son of Man would be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, people say, well, it doesn't really matter. I understand. You know what? I participate in services, you know, the Thursday services and the, quote, Good Friday, unquote, services and things like that. I understand because we're just simply remembering what the Lord did for us. That's the way I have to view it. But the harsh reality is this. We're dead wrong on the timing of all that. And if the world can't trust us in the timing of that, then why are they going to trust us with anything else that we say? Jesus himself gave us the example in responding to the demand of the scribes and Pharisees that he give them a sign. He says, oh, you want a sign? I want to give you a sign. Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be the sign of the son of Jonah, that in the same way, the prophet Jonah, that he was in the belly of the sea monsters three days and three nights, the son of man is going to be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. That is profound, folks. Well, my time's up. We'll continue with the balance of this in the next episode, okay? Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you then. Goodbye.